This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Coming in hot, 9 o'clock. They don't need that much ham. No. For is, you know, my dad is a butcher, was, whatever. And, once uh, you're a butcher, you're always yeah. Butcher. Once when a butcher, you retire a butcher, it's blood in, blood All out. All he's dude. doing now, he's butchering grass now. Yeah. It's the same deal, yeah. man. I mean, this is you know, no one just leaves this lifestyle, man. This doesn't happen that way. Uh, I really just like steak and some chicken. That's about it. Not really yeah, big on like the other other meats. We're, we're talking for the morning though. Like you do, like I mean, cl- it was classic Sausage. back in the day. You could do steak. Back when people were convinced yeah. you could just eat steak at seven o'clock in the morning, yeah. I feel like that's gone. It's kind of gone away. I eat sausage. You don't dine the same place as I do. Yeah, they and you still, still well, they, they serve still you steak? got the seven dollar steak. Not <laughs> not huge on pork. Uh, not huge on uh, not huge on lamb. Not not huge at all on lamb. And then the other stuff is whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you think I'd have a lot more of a palate for it? I, Here I we was are. expecting variety. Yeah. Sam Monson, he joins us. He is a uh, man of variety. When it comes to quarterbacks, I don't know how I can make that all work together, but I did. did. Sam, yeah. good morning to you. Hello, Sam. Morning. I thought we were just going to stay stay on the steak conversation. I could be I could be up for that. What's your favorite cut of meat? I'm I'm a fillet man. I think people try and overcomplicate things and and try and get a little bit too uh, you know a little bit too esoteric and say no other meats are better. They're they're more flavorsome. They're they're not. Fillet is the best. It's the best for a reason. That's what we should stick with. I feel I'm a, a strip steak guy because I say of ribeye, it's it's I, I think it's too normal. And then if I say fillet, I think people are going to go, "Well, congratulations on all your success, Ken." <laughs> yeah, a- I mean, I'm not saying I got to afford fillet every time I want to eat steak, but that's what you'd go for. You're a PFF guy. You guys do very well. Sam Monson joining us. PFF. You can find him on Twitter at pff underscore Sam. It's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Sam, there's a big fallout yesterday, and I wasn't here for it. Uh, you don't no, don't hang up on me now. Don't get hot with me. Uh, were you guys talking about David Njoku, something like that? And how he could be a how he could be a cap casualty for the Browns or something? And some people on the internet were freaking out. Yeah, strangely, this is a a situation where somebody found ten seconds of a twenty minute discussion and 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 completely changed what was being talked about. Um, we we just listed an, uh, a few guys from an article somewhere else that had people listed as cap casualties one of which with David Njoku, and concluded that there's no way that happens. He's too good. He's playing too well. They need him. Doesn't make sense for anybody. But that's not what the 10 seconds on Twitter showed. That happens. That does happen a lot, especially in our world where things like that happen. Because, you know, it's... I, I Honestly, Sam, I've been off sick the last two days, so I wake up and I'm going, wait, we just got this David Njoku stuff the way we want it. Like, we, we got it just figured out now. But playing alongside of Deshaun Watson, Jonathan, you know more than I do. Take it away on this situation. Well, I went to Sean. You know, so I went back and I listened to you guys' segment, you and Steve. And I actually, by the way, I love your your pregame stuff throughout the yeah. season. I listen every every single week. I check that out. I, I think you guys do a fantastic job. And I, I thought that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought you were particularly hard 
when it came to Deshaun Watson. I, I believe you said it's hard to win when you're spending $50 million on a quarterback in general, but it's, it's especially hard when you're spending $50 million on a bad quarterback. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much that. That's not a not a, not a bad um, paraphrasing if it is a paraphrasing. Do you think Deshaun Watson's bad? I think he has been bad so far for Cleveland. I mean, Deshaun Watson has shown a spectrum of play in his NFL career that ranges from genuinely elite, you know, right up there with the top quarterbacks in the NFL. That was basically the last thing we saw from him in Houston um, before everything that went down there transpired. Uh, up till really genuinely terrible play. Um, and he's improved slightly during his time there with Cleveland, but it's no, I, I think, coincidence that the best quarterback play for that offense came from Joe Flacco. And that's not a good thing. I mean, Joe Flacco's story was incredible last season, um, but Joe Flacco coming off the couch at 38 years old should not be making a material impact on an offense relative to the guy that you gave a you know multi-year, fully guaranteed, two hundred plus million dollar contract to Deshaun Watson hasn't even come close to justifying that deal yet for the Browns. Well, what do you were the Browns doing anything wrong in your eyes with Deshaun Watson? No, not I, I don't think this is a schematic problem, and I think this is why it's an issue. I, I don't think this is a case of. You know, Deshaun Watson has been plugged is a is a square peg being plugged into a round hole, and the situation from a is somebody else's fault. You know, they're they're trying to do things that aren't uh, suited to what he does best. Um, they're they're just trying to make him work in an offense that doesn't make sense for him. I think he simply hasn't been um, anywhere near the player that he was previously that they thought they were trading for him. Um, you know, you you can it's very difficult to find any kind of statistical number that suggests that he's been even vaguely the same type of quarterback. I, I think there's maybe ways that they could tweak the offense to move in his direction a little bit, but ultimately like they need him to take massive steps forward independent of that. If you were Andrew Barry, what would you do knowing everything you just said? Um, I, I think you're in a tough spot. I mean, they, they made the bed. They have to lie in it. I, I think they can do what they tend to do, which is, you know, kick money into future years and, and manage the salary cap that way. They've got a lot of capacity to restructure deals and to free up some cap space. But I, I think the, the analysis we started off with is is what you end up with, which is when you have a quarterback taking a giant sum of your salary cap, it's difficult to manage a roster in today's NFL and maintain a championship caliber roster. And that's true for a lot of teams in the NFL right now. It's true every year. For Kansas City, it's true for Buffalo, for Cincinnati, now for the Chargers, um, for all these teams that have a quarterback taking up a ton of their salary cap and a, and a huge amount of their roster space. It's even harder than that when you have a quarterback taking up that kind of space and he's not playing at that kind of level. So you can do what you can do to try and make his life easier, You know, keep receiving weapons around him, try and tweak the offense that, that does uh, – things that he wants to do or, or things that he's comfortable with, but ultimately you need that guy to play better. Will Ken Dorsey help Deshaun Watson and should Ken Dorsey be calling plays this coming fall? Yeah, great question. Um, Ken Dorsey was obviously the scapegoat in Buffalo. And I, I think he was more of a scapegoat than he was a problem. Um, I, I, there were some sort of, you know, you look at the way Buffalo season kind of turned around when they made that switch, but I think that was more coincidence than it was cause uh, that getting rid of Ken Dorsey changed things for the better and made everything better. I think the underlying metrics were always positive for that Buffalo team, and they just stopped being punished 
um, over the course of the season. So, look, I, I think Ken Dorsey comes in. He will pass more. He will put more on the shoulders of, of his quarterback, I think. Um, not necessarily in a, a raising the level of difficulty, but simply upping the, the amount of the offense that flows through the quarterback, which is probably a, a good thing at this point. And I, I, given what we've seen from Stefanski and not being able to you know, create this offense that, that does mesh with what Deshaun Watson does, I don't see a harm in giving Ken Dorsey a crack at it and saying, this is our task. We need to create an offense that makes Deshaun Watson get back to being the player we've seen he can be in Houston. And, you know, so far I failed at doing that. So give it a shot and I can step in if, if we need to later on down the line. I thought you and Steve were really insightful in kind of showing how the Browns are just different than some other teams in the NFL when it came to paying the amount of guys they have paid $10-plus million a year to. I think you guys said on each side of the ball, usually it's like two guys potentially, and with the Browns you have a lot of them, and then you went into the guys that they have to pay as well, and it's just a, it's a unique situation, Sam. Yeah, and it's interesting because everybody still has this idea in their head of teams that are terrible at managing the salary cap and you know spend their lives in salary cap hell. I think we've kind of evolved past that. Teams don't get into salary cap hell anymore. It just doesn't really happen. That was a a product of, you know, the early era of the salary cap system where people didn't really understand how it worked and nobody had thought this thing out and sort of studied the future ramifications. And you did get teams mortgaging the future consciously or unconsciously, and then they would end up in this situation where the whole thing needs to get blown up um, and, and change everything. Now... You know, you look, there are, there are people out there that kind of plot these graphs that show how much salary cap space you've got and then how much capacity you've got to kind of restructure contracts and, and lower that number. You know, right now there's, what, a third of the league are technically over the salary cap, and the, the salary cap needs to be compliant in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so you would look at that and you say, well, half the league is in salary cap hell. But all those teams have the ability to restructure deals, to, you know, make some moves and get under the Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cap pretty easily. Um, and, and there are teams that play the game that way. Teams that, you know, max out the credit card every month and then pay it off. And then there are other teams that don't touch their credit card, that want to live in the world of, you know, debit. And every transaction they make is like live, real against the salary cap. So the Browns are one of those teams now that play the salary cap in an unusual way. And I don't think it means it's it's a bad way. It's, um, you know, it's the incorrect way of doing it, but it is unusual. Sam Monson joining us from PFF. Yeah, it's it's very odd because we went immediately from a lot of us used to brag about how much cap space we had to like, ah, how can we finagle it this this year? <laughs> like, how can we do it here? Um, with Deshaun, then, how much pressure will there be on maybe next year? Not not in 2024, but I mean in 2025 and beyond when you you have to start paying the fiddler on, on what you have with the cap. I mean, I think there's pressure every year for him because of that deal. Like, it's an unusual deal. It's an absolute outlier. It's such an unusual deal that the rest of the league seems to have basically determined to ignore it. Like, we're not using that contract as precedent the way every other quarterback contract is used when the next one comes due, teams, 31 other teams have just decided that's a fake contract, that's a fake deal that doesn't exist for the rest of us, so we're going to ignore it. But the only team that that's not applicable to is the Browns. They have to live with that deal because it's on their salary cap. It's on their books. So there's pressure every single year because that's the thing that's squeezing every other decision they have to make. Um, Obviously, you know, the Njoku thing isn't happening, but Nick Chubb is a potential cap casualty for real. You know, he's a guy that they do have to make a decision on. And the only reason that's a decision is because of the Deshaun Watson contract. And that's that's going to be the case for every single kind of move that's coming up for Cleveland. It's all conditioned by that Deshaun Watson contract. And the worse he plays, the bigger a problem that looks. So every single season, there's an incredible amount of pressure on him um, and on the Browns organization, because there's no real way out of that deal um, to fix it, to make it look good. My, Because I've had a bone of contention with other people about this, and I, I like you so much, Sam, that I'm not going to – but I, I have to ask you, uh, from uh, from either side, like not reworking a contract, I mean, how is that be- – that, that just would not be beneficial to Nick in the position that he's in. I mean, you're going on, what, 29 years old or whatever it is right now. Like, we all look at the – when guys start to fall off a cliff, and it's like, well – I, I think it would behoove the Browns to try to extend him out and spread this out and see if they could take less of a hit. And I also think it would help out Nick Chubb to not be a total free agent after such a serious knee injury. No, I agree. I, I think there's a way of getting that done. But from, from his perspective, given how good he's been, you know, the, there's no good, right? Like the answers, the, the options available to him are get cut because you don't want to take a pay cut or take a pay cut or, or restructure, you know, what, what you're describing and sort of rework that deal. It's not, you know, it's it, it doesn't feel like what he deserves given what he's done for this team. I agree with you. That's probably the best way of doing it. But if he wants to be, I quote unquote, stubborn about it, if he wants to say, look, I've earned this deal, I shouldn't have to take a contract hit just because I, I got a bad knee injury and you guys are squeezed against the salary cap, the ultimate conclusion of that is probably they have to cut him and move on because of that. So, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. That's probably the way the most likely outcome of that deal is probably still there's common ground that they can try and bring him back because 
if you're Nick Chubb, you are coming off a serious knee injury. You would be leaving one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, which has to factor into his decision-making process and his age involved. So there's definitely reasons you would want to stay in Cleveland, but the fact that his contract would need to get reworked for that to happen is all because of things like, you know, the current situation. I think you guys were really interesting in regards to the offensive line. Uh, because, and I, honestly, I, it, tell me if, you, if your thoughts have changed on this at all in, in the past couple of days. But it, it, I, my impression of it was that you guys wanted to go down the road of potentially trading Jack Conklin. But then also you had to find a way to get Dewan Jones in there. So it kind of felt like maybe you were okay and comfortable with saying maybe Jed Wills isn't the answer at left tackle, what, what route would you go with this offensive line where you essentially got three guys for two spots? Exactly, and that, that was my only real point there. I think Dewan Jones is too good to not be starting for them right now. I think they discovered that last year. They, To me, he was a first-round talent that slipped to the fourth round for whatever reason it was, and there were you know various sort of rumors about him pre-draft in terms of effort, in terms of attitude, in terms of all kinds of things, and whatever reason he slipped to where he did and almost immediately got the opportunity, which you don't tend to get at that spot, to get on the field and show whether or not teams got that right or not. And immediately it looked like everybody got it wrong. And this guy was a a first-round talent um, at tackle and could step in and be that kind of player right away. And you know, run blocking wasn't even a strength of his year one. And I think that could easily come on and improve year two, year three, and and going forward. And at that point, you end up with a genuinely high-level starting caliber tackle. So he needs to be on the field, I think, year two. And whether or not that's right tackle where you just decide you've he's earned it and you make the switch um, and and try and figure out a a way of um, either moving on from Jack Conklin or simply sitting him on the bench for a year, Uh, or you give him an opportunity to compete at left tackle, where I think Jedrick Wills, even though he's got the pedigree of the former first round, I I think he's been the weakest tackle they've had for a while um, in terms of those three. So I I would give him that shot to compete at that side of the line if you've decided that Jack Conklin has to start at right tackle. Where should Justin Fields be next year? Tough spot. Um, I, I don't know how many teams... Um, are, are really interested in having Justin Fields as the starter and believe he's the long-term solution. Atlanta is an obvious connection um, and has been the whole way. They need a quarterback. He's got connections uh, geographically there, and, and it makes some sense. Um, I don't know how many other teams make a ton of sense. Like Justin Fields can clearly be a starting quarterback, but we don't know how good he can be. And he's getting to the point pretty soon where you're going to have to pay him a lot of money to find out how good he can be. And that's why I think the Bears are going to want to reset that clock and go with Caleb Williams at number one. But it, it puts every other team in the same kind of predicament, which is, you know, can we give this guy a huge contract or are we trading something for someone that may only be playing here for a year? Your best guess today, who do you think is the Steelers week one starter? I think the Steelers week one starter probably ends up being Kenny Pickett again. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I would certainly take that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I would certainly take that. Sam, you're a wonderful man. We do appreciate it, and we thank you very much for the time, and we'll talk to you again soon. Anytime, guys. Take it easy. You Thanks. too, Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus, PFF underscore Sam on Twitter. Uh, and that's where he's at on Twitter. And again, he's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. I mean, there are some things he's saying about Deshaun Watson there that are concerning. I can't get any of them fixed right now. I got to get them fixed later. Well, they they can work on fixing them now, but he can't even throw it to win next month is when they're saying next March. month. Yeah, but the, the problem is that 
He didn't think it was anything schematically. He didn't think it was anything that was wrong with the roster make, uh, makeup or construction. It basically, he made it sound like if you're Andrew Barry, you're just stuck between a rock and a hard place. Right? If you're Andrew Barry, don't you want to believe that there's something you can do to alleviate, to help, to fix what happened with Deshaun and what's happened with Deshaun so far? Don't you want to feel like some part of that is within your power? Yeah. Sam gave off the impression that he believes that uh, it's it doesn't matter if, if he put uh, four Jerry Rices out in the field. Deshaun Watson's not going to be able to do something with that. Well, there's something he's going to have to get figured out. I mean, it's it's just basically basically on him. That's now, a tough sw- that's a tough pill to swallow. It is, it is. But I, this is again, this is what we've chosen. This is what we have here, and so this is why it's got to be figured out. And again, at, at, when I got upset about the whole Aaron Shots conversation, I didn't get upset as Daryl did. Um, but when I got upset with yeah, that, I'm Darryl not taking <laughs> I'm not taking shots at Aaron Shots. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is like next year, if you want to talk about well, you're competition, a shooter, so. or the year after that, you want to talk about it, fine. But you, there's just no room at the end to have conference, competition this year. It, it, you can disagree with that from a football sense, and in a lot of ways, I would agree with you. But then when I look at a monetary sense, I can't agree with you. Not, not you. I'm talking about anybody. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. Coming up next, I will not watch it here. I won't watch it there. I won't watch it anywhere. Am I letting you down by not taking a look at it? What is it? I'll tell you next. That and coming in hot at 940 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.